This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle. My name is Stacey Flynn, CEO and co-founder of Evernew. And what I love about fashion tech is we've got some of the most creative people on, in, on the planet working in the fashion industry, and it is time for a revolution. Here's something you don't hear every day. Molecular regeneration of garment waste by converting it into a high-quality resource applicable for apparel, home, and industrial end use. Actually, maybe we don't hear about it every day, but we're going to hear more and more of it. And we've actually heard about it on this show before when we interviewed Stacy Flynn, the CEO and co-founder of Evernew, which liquefies garment waste to a polymer level and turns it into new clothing. Recently, Natalia Makalova, one of the hosts of Fashion Is Your Business, caught up with Stacy on location at Remote Conference in Los Angeles. Coming up, you'll hear why Evernew is on the edge of a new frontier using the existing waste supply chain, closing the loop, and creating disruption in the apparel industry. You're listening to Fashion Is Your Business, powered by Sennheiser and recorded on location. Hello everyone, I'm Natalia Makulova and I'm here at the Remote Conference NLA with Stacy Flynn. Stacy, thank you so much for coming today. Stacy is a CEO and co-founder of Evernew. Stacy, please tell me what is Evernew and why you've created it. So Evernew is a technology company that takes uh, garment waste and we break it down to the basic level. Essentially, we liquefy garment waste and we turn it into new fiber to create premium new clothing. Why did you start it? Well, we started uh, Evernew um, back in 2014 because we needed more solutions that made a dent in the environmental issues we have in the apparel industry. Um, My business partner, Cristo, and I um, have been making textiles and apparel commercially for a really long time, Mm -hmm. and there aren't enough solutions out there that are sustainable. Totally. Well, thanks for creating your company. And I can only imagine how much research and development goes into it and how much trials and errors go into creating something that really, just imagine, you take a garment that you don't longer no longer need, and then you can take it down and create a new product out of it. Yeah. But by taking down, it means not only taking down to the thread level, really taking down it to the filament le- level, right? And the, to the polymer level. To the level. polymer level mm-hmm. and yeah. really creating something out of it again, whether it's another product similar to what has been created before or maybe something for another industry, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can you unwrap that? What does it really mean? What is the process that um, you go through in order to do that? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I think this is one of the greatest design challenges of our yeah. century, how we take clothing from one form and convert it into another form with right. no loss in value. So, um, you know, the process is, the best way to describe it is similar to making pasta. When you make pasta, you push it through uh, a dial and you can make linguine or angel hair. Mm. Same thing with textiles. We basically turn them into a liquid and we push them through a dial, which looks like a shower 
head. Interesting. The number of holes and the shape of the hole determine the end-use characteristics of the fiber. So we can engineer fibers for denim, athletic mm-hmm. apparel, dress apparel, just by changing some of the attachments on our machine. Wow. Okay. That sounds very... Like, I understand it really well now. Um, So it is manufactured. um, And what kind of fiber do you work with right now? We break down cotton, Mm -hmm. post-consumer garment Mm -hmm. waste. So this is the uh, clothing that we all wear and dispose of. Uh, Right right now, consumers throw away about 80% of all textiles directly into the garbage can because they don't know that there's value for those resources. So uh, we have a technology to break down cotton. We have a technology to separate cotton from polyester. Mm -hmm. And we have a new technology that is a recoverable stretch fiber. Yes, which means, and you told me that before. Yes. Yeah, so the recoverable stretch is really incredible because we can basically make stretch product Mm -hmm. and take it back and... Uh, break it down using a one-step process, which makes it really easy to recover and reuse that stretch fiber. Right. And that stretch fiber really means that um, in, in, in traditionally it's not so recyclable, right? It's not so circular. Yeah. It's difficult to uh, break down. Right. And so we can, we can break it down, we can filter it out, but mm-hmm. you know, there's it's really difficult to find high high quality right. reuse for it so it ends up becoming waste right um so we really do need to develop technologies that can be broken down in the future and that's one of the Absolutely. major things we're working on at Evernew everything we create in partnership with our brands we want to guarantee we can take it back and break it down in the future wow beautiful yeah it's a great mission to have and to me, I feel like there's a lack in the industry to, um, of seeing what is going to really happen to that product after um, a customer is done using it. And um, solutions are emerging, definitely. Mm-hmm. So what made you... Uh, what made you know that you are the right person to do that? And, and, you know, what are your skill sets that you feel that you're applying right now in your company? Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, it was kind of I traveled to China in 2010 mm-hmm. and I saw the effects of our industry on people. Oh, yeah. And it was heartbreaking. I Can had I been making textiles and apparel for about 15 years mm-hmm. at that point and um, causing some real damage without even knowing it. And I decided on that trip that I wanted to find solutions that were powerful enough to allow our industry to operate and grow, but significantly reduce our impact to natural resources, which in effect uh, reduces um, the negative environmental impact of people living in regions where, uh, where we're damaging air, water, soil, and trees. Right, right. So that was like the the main inspiration. Did mm-hmm. you think about circularity specifically or it was uh, from a different perspective? Wonder. It wasn't, circularity wasn't mm-hmm. really talked about at this right. time. This was That's back in I'm... 2010 True. and no mm-hmm. one was talking about garment recycling right. at all at the highest levels of retail, brand retail. Mm-hmm. Um, I started getting really interested in this because we started to uh, work with, you know, recycled polyester from plastic bottles Mm -hmm. was being done. And um, we were able to take the polyester garments and break it down. So that technology was developed. Um, You know, I decided to go back to graduate school when I got back from China. Oh, wow. And I started studying the problem. And that's really where I developed the the, Mm -hmm. um, thesis of what we needed to do in the industry or where we could tackle Mm -hmm. um, 
where we could tackle probably have the most change was was going after the first ingredient, which is fiber. Right, right. That's where it all starts, and that's where it all ends at some point. Yes. Even though it's not in the nearest future we can imagine, but it it, it will have to somehow be out there lying yeah. around for years and years. Um, um, I think it's really smart that what you're creating and you're definitely one of those um, innovators in the field for sure. Um, not a lot of companies are are brave enough to huh. start tackling that. That's a good word. Brave is, a, it, it is, I mean, Cristo and I, you know, we did what most startups do. We used mm-hmm. our retirement funds to wow. fund the first three years of development um, maxed out our credit cards, like wow. did everything that startups do when you take a chance on yourself. And right. it was very, very scary. It is very scary starting a business and um, especially starting a business like this where, you know, no one could imagine what we were doing. No yeah, one there's could, no example. Yeah, there was no example. No mm-hmm. one's had a successful exit. Right. Um, no one had ever done it before. It fell in the realm of invention, which is True. very hard to get funding for inventions. Um, so it was it was really challenging. We were told no way more than we were told yes. Absolutely, in the beginning. I understand that. Yes, because yeah, nobody understands what you're speaking about. And um, at that point, even in 2000, back in 2012, 13, 14, the issue was not so. Um, prevalent. I believe the conversations were not really about that. They were more about uh, workers' rights, you know, the Rana Plaza in 13, um, the fashion revolution movement, but talking about what happens to the product after it's done, um, it's it's just not on the top of people's minds. So you were really the the, the first comer um, of that. And uh, I really admire that. And um, what made you um, feel like this is still the right thing to do? And why didn't you stop at some point? Oh, you know, I think it's part stubbornness yeah. And part, like, I'm not letting this dream die. It just mm-hmm. kept every time, you know, it was so funny. Like, I, I think a lot of entrepreneurs have this, like, you know, there's the story a lot of entrepreneurs tell. They, um, you wake up one day thinking it's over, like to have a terrible day yes. only to wake up the next day to find out it's not and to have something really <laughs> so amazing true. happen. So it's very much, mm-hmm. you know, great day, terrible day, great day, terrible day. You know, so, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think that we just kept seeing evidence that the technology wanted to come into the world and we kept going with it. And, you know, we're finally accepted by some incredible brands that took a chance on yes. us. And we had some incredible investors take a chance on us. And, um, you know, it was just our team joined us knowing not, knowing that, you know, we may not have funding in a, in three months, right. you know, so a lot of people took the chance on our technology and I'm so grateful they did because we wouldn't be where we are today without it. Totally. All right. Now we're going to take a break. And after the break, we're going to find out what kind of clients um, you work with and also uh, just dive deeper into how it all really works, operates as a company. Hi, it's Mark Rico. I want you to listen to this. Hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. It's a place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. And that place is ZipRecruiter.com slash Mouth Media Network. 
Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy. And you only have to go to one place to get it done. ZipRecruiter.com slash Mouth Media Network. Zip Recruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, Zip Recruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. As applications come in, Zip Recruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Mouth Media Network. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Stacy, um, wanted to talk a little bit about the business side of things. Um, how do you make money? <laughs> what, what type of clients you work with? Uh, what is your ideal client? Maybe you're looking for right now. What the audience maybe can uh, get back at you. Uh-huh. But, Okay, so we make money a couple of ways. Mm-hmm. One, we work with brands, apparel brands and retailers, and they pay us to develop concept garments. Right. So we're an, an outside R&D company that basically builds products to um, mm-hmm. that, act, that ideally outperform what Virgin Materials can do on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we also uh, license technology to existing manufacturers. So that's oh, how we produce. Is very good to know. We take everything from our lab, from our R&D, and mm-hmm. then we transfer it to the commercial supply chain partners oh. and then license our technologies to them. That's how you can scale. Yes. Oh, wow. Quickly. That makes quickly, total quickly. sense. Yeah. Yes. We don't have the time to mess around here. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody yeah. does, yeah. right? Exactly. Um, and also the fact that you've created this robust system, right? You've, you've created the scalable system that can be uh, plugged in play, plugged into all those different other uh supply chain. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. That is our path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. Use as much that exists as possible. Sure. So our approach is let's use the existing waste supply chain right. and let's let's have our technology enable the waste supply chain to link up to the apparel supply chain and then get it back and do it again and again and again. Yep. So really, really closing that loop uh, without um, creating a disruption in the industry itself. Um, so what the customers or the clients or the brands benefit from is, um, I guess, their operations kind of stay the same. It's just that additional factor that is included that closes that loop, right? Yep. Ah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and we're not the only technology, too, because sure. before it comes to us, we're doing full molecular regeneration. So we're wow. breaking waste down to the polymer level. But before we go there, you know, we want to reuse and recycle as much as we can. Absolutely. And just before those clothes are going to a landfill or an incinerator, they come to us. And then and you then decide we what break to do it with down. It. Yes, mm. exactly. So we don't want to bypass reuse channels at all. Um, so what does that mean to you? What is the reuse channel? What do you do in that field? So you know there are amazing new models coming. Mm-hmm 
about, you know, we heard here at the conference about four days and their subscription t-shirt model, which is amazing. Um, Renewal Workshop is here. Amazing model. Brands and retailers can basically take back their old clothing, get it refurbished and resold. Absolutely. Um, You know, I buy all of my clothing pretty much from the Eileen Fisher Renew Shop. Yes. um, You know, and I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, Not only because it's amazing product, but because it's amazing service as well. It feels good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a girl that works there that calls me to tell me she's got new things in and I should come in and check them out. You know, you just don't get that kind of service from just anyone it's 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 really cool and i think we've got a lot of opportunity here absolutely this custom approach um on a mass scale it's it's happening it is possible um so tell me where your um the company is based at right now and um who are you looking to meet yeah so we're based in uh seattle mm-hmm. um i'm based in seattle although i'm very rarely there <laughs> Can't um, imagine. my uh, business partner christo has a lab in new jersey and then we have a pilot line down in South Carolina. Oh, wow. All over yeah. the place. All over the place, yes. So we've got a lab in on the West Coast, a lab on the East Coast, right. and a pilot line in the Southeast. Clients that you work with are mostly based in the U.S. at the moment? Uh, three in the U.S., one in the U.K. Got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you are expanding internationally, and I know there is a lot of opportunity in Europe because uh, there are policies, specific policies in use, and I'm sure, you know... The government really helps there to make sustainable fashion industry uh, lift up. Um, but I'm sure there's a lot of opportunity there as well. All right. Um, now we're going to take another break and get to know Stacy a little bit uh, more as a human. Entrepreneurista, a woman who organizes and operates a business, taking on greater than normal financial risks in order to do so. One who has a drive, passion, and vision with an undying determination to succeed. She is fiercely motivated, ambitious, and competitive, forging her own path to independence and success. That's an entrepreneurista. Through the conversations on the Entrepreneurista podcast, we want to celebrate failures, reflect on successes, and get unfiltered about what it takes to be your own boss. This is the Entrepreneurista podcast, presented by Socialfly. It's the best business meeting you'll ever have, with must-hear real-life looks at how leading women in business are getting it done, and what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram, with no filters, no limits, and plenty of surprises. Check out all our latest episodes at entrepreneurstapodcast.com. Time for questions off the grid. With fashion is your business. All right, Stacy. This is the question that will come from my heart and not from my head at all. Okay. So I have no idea what I'm going to ask. I will answer it from my heart instead of my head. So we'll get into that place. Well, let's get into that place. Let's get into that place. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Tell me about your private life and the ideal day of like a day off day for you. Oh my gosh. An ideal day off day for me is a day where I can sleep in Yes, and I have a skylight in my bedroom, so I can't sleep in very long, but I can, if I don't have to set my alarm, that is a 
perfect day. Yep. If I get a nap during the day, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like I'm on vacation. Exactly. But a perfect day for me is I live near my two nieces, mm. uh, Lucille and Farron, and I love spending time with them. They're yes. at the age of... Uh, where they're getting really interesting. Uh, like, um, I think Lucky is 12 and Farron is 11 now. Um, but I love spending time with Twins. them. Yes. yes. If I'm in town on Friday nights, they have pizza movie night as a family. Wow. And I try to go whenever I can to see them. Even if I have a 5 a.m. flight the next day, I try to see them. Yeah, it gives you energy, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> and they just, they don't care about what I do for a living. Yeah. They could care less. All they want is to know, like, you know, all they want is for me to spend time with them. Beautiful. And it's incredible because it's such a grounding, loving presence in my life. I just love them so much. They see you for who you are. Yes, That's exactly. That's all that matters. Yes. Sometimes and we need to get down to that level. You and know, I people. love it because I'm the aunt. So, <laughs> yes. you know, Farron even said to my brother, you know, dad, you're really struggling with this decision. Maybe we should call my aunt Stacy. Wow. She'll know what to do. You're and my brother, maker. my brother was like, what? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a good, um, good reference. I like yeah, that. I love it. I love it. <laughs> thank you so much, Stacy. It was a pleasure to talk to you and thank you for what thank you're doing. Thank you so much. What you're doing is really the future and you're bringing it to the now, closer and closer to the now. And, um, Thank you. Thank um, you so much. Thanks for the audience for making time to listen to this episode of Fashion is Your Business Podcast. And that's Natalia Makulova. And thanks a lot. I'll talk to you later. This has been Fashion is Your Business. To suggest guests or content for the show or to become a sponsor, email us at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Keep up with the show on social media at Fashion Biz Show. That's Fashion B-I-Z Show. Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, along with our website, fashionisyourbusiness.com. Produced by Mouth Media Network. No portion of the episode may be distributed or published without the express written permission of the producers. This is your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening. This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.